I'm Nas from TNA, also known as Tribe Named Athari, and I have a really special guest with me today. Um, if you could introduce yourself for the people. Hi, um, Nas, and whoever is listening to us. Um, my name is Idesh Sungu. I'm from Mozambique, um, Africa, and I'm so excited to be here uh, sharing with you a little bit my ideas about um, the topic. I'm not introducing the topic, you will, but I'm excited and I wanted to share that. So we're just going to go straight into the questions. First and foremost, what does Pan-Africanism mean to you and why do you think it's important? Okay, so as an African, a Black African, um, Pan-Africanism for me means the possibility that everyone, I mean, all of us as Africans get together to build the future that we think we deserve. If we look to the story and we see where we are coming from and where we are, it's almost clear that only pan-Africanism can save us. But of course, things change from time to time. But um, in general, today, particularly when I see pan-Africanism, I see the only opportunity for us as uh, Africans to, or even descendants, to Mm -hmm. build a common future. I definitely, I definitely agree with you on that. Has your idea of Pan-Africanism changed over time? And what does Pan-Africanism look like to you in the future? Okay, so maybe it's not all Africans or Black people who think or they accept their Pan-Africanism we have so many people who don't even care about this. And I was one of this person a few years ago because as a Black woman living in one of the countries of Africa, mm-hmm. we have like different struggle, struggles compared to African descendants in other countries out of Africa. Mm-hmm. So most of our struggles here, uh, especially the countries that are still trying to like achieve certain levels of development, we have different challenges. And these challenges, they never make us really think about our existence as uh, Black people. Mm-hmm. We will only find out that there is a struggle, a hard struggle going out when you start getting the chance to meet with other African descendants out of Africa. Yeah. is where you start to see that, hmm, so what we thought was like the end of the story, it wasn't. There are Africans in the other hand, like facing so many challenges just because they are African descendants and that sh- shouldn't be. And then from that point, you start to analyze and think and rethink. It's what happened with me a few years ago before I like, start understanding how important pan-Africanism is for Mm -hmm. us because when we we see like the liberation we cannot see 
in a way that is isolated. Like there is this liberation and then there is this liberation, etc. No, if we are going uh, to to the future, we need to go all together. Mm-hmm. Is where things will have like a meaning. If we do like Africans in Africa, Africans in etc., this is not going to happen because yeah. um, indefinitely from which country are you? Uh, what is the social status that you have? If you are an African or an African descendant, all the people in the world will see you as the same African in Africa mm-hmm. or the same African in Europe or in America. So we share the same, um, the same, the same story that we cannot ignore that. And as I say, Pan-Africanism, our ancestors had an idea that I super agree. But for example, today, when I see, I don't know if you made this question already, but <laughs> let me just uh, follow. When I see, for example, Pan-Africanism, it's not only about Africans in uh, diaspora, etc., African descendants, if you want, um, but also about us here in the continent mm-hmm. that we accept the other Africans as people from the same family, mm-hmm. because um, although we are from the same continent, we will find that there are other Africans who do not recognize one each other. Mm-hmm. And you will see, for example, xenophobia in South Africa. Yeah. You will find um, other countries like making sure that migrants from other countries, African countries, they cannot like stay there, but naturally they accept, they accept like a, a white person mm-hmm. from wherever to stay in their country. So they, yeah. there, there is so much, so many things here that we need to fix. And I truly believe that if people really understand that Pan-Africanism, it's about everyone getting together and us protecting one each other and treating all, everyone, like all Africans or Africans' descendants as part of the same family, we will achieve the results quicker than trying to treat, to treat things in a different way. I didn't say this in the beginning. Maybe I need to clarify that I'm not fluent in English. I'm a Portuguese speaker because Mozambique was colonized by Portugal and our like official language is Portuguese. I speak English because of my interest in learning, etc. But if you have any question or like doubt about any words that I'm not expressing it correctly, please do. I want to make sure that I, <laughs> everyone can understand me. Mm-hmm. no don't don't feel pressure in any way I'm definitely able to follow what you're saying there's okay. there's nothing that you've pronounced in or you know have said that I don't understand so yes okay. so far so so good okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna move on to the next question how does pan-africanism link with other liberation movements for example anti-racism, climate change, anti-capitalist, black feminism, etc. Okay, so I think it's it's really important that everyone understands that the liberation of black people or like Africans, African descendants is going to help or support the other struggles. Mm-hmm. Because everything it's like it's connected. 
Yeah. There is no way possible we are successful in other front lines if we don't pay attention to African or like to black liberation. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important and it's really good if we have so many agendas. But if you look to the story, we will see that there is one particular part that we it's not fixed yet. So we have other problems also. So mm-hmm. I really believe that um, everything gets like linked. If we see and we try to make sure that the liberation of the black people in all the way the, the, the ways possible, um, I'm not when I say black liberation, I'm not looking to what's happened like when we were fighting for independence, etc. I'm talking post independence. I don't know if I'm being. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uh, clear enough but I really wanted to say like in general Mm -hmm. that everyone is connected everything is connected and the other struggles will only be successful if we look to the story and we make sure that the black liberation is is really happening a hundred percent yeah I definitely agree with that I feel like like you said everything is is definitely connected um in some way or the other uh yeah and that links to the next question which is what impact does pan-africanism have on your daily life okay so i as i said a few years ago maybe like 10 years i I wouldn't care about this until i started to like get uh the opportunity to meet with many people around the continent and also African descendants out of uh, the continent. Mm-hmm. And um, for me today, it connects more to the story of our people. It makes me understand where I am and where I need to go. Because if we don't understand where the struggle stopped when our ancestors were fighting, we will not be able to like start from here and go and then move to the future. So today, if I wasn't, for example, a Pan-Africanist or I didn't um, accept that this is like the future of our liberation in general, maybe I wouldn't see the problems or the challenges that I see in the continent today with the same eyes that I have. So as I said in the beginning, we can find many people here like looking to people from other countries with bad eyes. It's like, oh no, they are coming here. They are taking our our resources, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But today I understand that Ever African or African descendant, at least in the continent, I mean, everywhere, they should feel home. Doesn't matter from where they are coming because um, we share the same, the same story by the end of the day. And from the past years, past years, people have been struggling, specifically Black people, because of um, their need of being be moving from one place to uh, to another but this move most of the times it wasn't because they wanted to but they were forced to mm-hmm. so i i feel committed perso- personally um with the fact that every black person or african descendant they, today they need to feel more comfortable moving to wherever they want 
and making sure that they will feel um, connecting to what's happening in the continent. I've been contributing like in conversations and also like events that I organize, et cetera, to make mm -hmm. sure that everyone um, starts to understand that it's important for us to break the boundaries and the borders that mm -hmm. were created, not because we wanted to, yeah. but it served the interests of the colonialists. Yeah. So we need to see and start seeing with different eyes. If we want to go, for example, I'm in Mozambique, if I want to go to South Africa, I shouldn't be going there with my heart in my hand, yeah. not knowing what's going to happen, if people exactly. will accept me or they will just burn me they will kill me because i'm an african coming from a different country so mm -hmm. this is a trauma that i truly believe that i've been particularly committed to like we need to reduce this it's so much suffer to our people that today we need to fight even with our own people this is like this is a, it's a very hard conversation that mm -hmm. maybe for example uh africans descendants from other countries out of Africa they don't feel but here mm -hmm. in the continent like it's a little bit hard and yeah. um, uh, we, want, we, we try as much as possible to make sure that people will see a Nigerian person with the same eyes that we see a person of Tanzania that we see a person from Kenya because mm -hmm. we are all one family and we should we should see uh, that as like a normal thing but I also understand that all these like behavior, all this uh, way of thinking, it's a result of colonialism. Yeah. People are still traumatized, traumatized somehow. Mm -hmm. And we need to fix these things because if you have like a black person or an African person looking to one each other as someone different, it means that uh, there is so much that we still need to do to make sure that uh, we we move, but we move we move all together, not just one and another. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I really like what you said about um, just you mentioned that we we've all been traumatized as as a result of colonialism and you know everything else that happened to. Um, Africans and African heritage communities around the world and I think that through all this trauma that we've been through we haven't had a chance to heal and that's yeah. that's a yeah. very big problem like we always yeah. we're always going through something back to back to back mm -hmm. you know yeah. all across yeah. the world black people are facing oppression but yeah never get to sit down and process our emotions mm -hmm you know and talk about it and and you know embrace and hug each other and say you know I love you like we're going through this together you know I have your back you know we let's stand united let's stand together yeah. you know and um, we, we need more of that and I think as well one thing is sometimes we don't I think sometimes we don't acknowledge the differences between our individual experiences and sometimes mm. you know one person might be like oh this is my experience and then the other one will be like okay no but this is mine and mine is more important but it's mm -hmm. you know all of our struggles are different 
but yeah. they're similar at the same time and yeah you know we need to acknowledge that and um understand that so that we can you know come together and unite with each other because that's how yeah. we that's how we mm. have xenophobia and arguments and mm. just, you know things that don't help us to progress as yeah as a you know a, a community of people so I, I really like the fact that you you touched on that um yeah that was really important um I know you kind of spoke on this already a little bit but um mm. how does your pan-African identity reflect itself in your art forms or daily life so um for example maybe you write maybe you draw maybe you do music maybe you dance or maybe in your work that you do how how do you find that your identity is you know connected with what you do okay so um I, I, I wish I could say I dance or I sing <laughs> but actually I don't um I'm an activist, like I would say full time. And mm-hmm. of course, I have like my professional and formal job at Tatra. But the way I approach myself is like wherever I go, whatever I'm doing, I will always bring this uh, activist background. And as much as, I, as possible, I will always try to link my struggle with the general struggle in the continent. And mm-hmm. also with the struggle, like of all Black people around the world. Since I truly believe that there is no liberation, there is no progress that is done like isolatedly. Things really need to be connected. So I try all the time to make all these links. If there is anything that I am organizing, I will try as much as possible to bring. Um, this identity and the meaning of what we are doing that is not only about our country it's about making sure that um what we are doing in our country we contribute to the continent and if it contributes to the continent it will improve the image of black people and also african descendants because if we look to the story we will see that mostly even if you're an African descendant and you have never been in Africa, wherever you go, people will look to you with the same face that they look to Africa. So there is a a need for us to change the image. When I say image, I'm not saying superficially. I'm saying like like in the core of the things. And um, a few years ago, I decided because I was a little bit tired of bringing all this approach, but people really don't understand. And I created in 2017 or 18, like uh, a movement called Black Civilization, where Mm -hmm. essentially I wanted people just to get together and start talking about the story and start finding out things that we we never thought about Mm -hmm. to like start asking ourselves, okay, so what happened to the... Africans or Black people before um, the, the slavery, enslaver or slaver, I don't know how to say it well. So, uh, but I wanted to mean that, that moment in our story. So you, you would see people saying that, oh no, I never thought about, so what's happened before? And then I would try like, to bring people who could 
bring interesting facts about us as people before the enslaver called the slaver. How do we say it? Slavery. Slavery. Okay. Mm-hmm. Before that time, so that people could start having these conversations and start questioning themselves and maybe uh, trying to change. And one of the things that I've been doing also, I use my natural hair. Many people don't like our natural uh, hair. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit complicated to take care of. But I believe that whatever we see as a challenge, we need to find solutions because if we don't, nobody will also. And we will be using like other solutions that we think people are providing to us because they care about us. But no, they want money from us because they know that we don't like ours. We will buy from the others. Mm-hmm. So when we start bringing these small conversations, people start to understand that, oh, even a hair, it's a way of resistance. So whenever I go, I'm always using my, my hair uh, and I try as much as possible to show people that this is not only about hair, this is about the history. And if you go with like your natural hair, for example, you are sending a clear message that you are accept your existence and you won't quit and you are giving your support to the struggle. I'm not saying that a hair is the only way for us to contribute to the struggle, but it's one mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. It's a way of resistance because you find out that what others use as a tool or a way to oppress us are these small things that we have to stop changing them and not accepting because they look small. They look small, but they bring like so many big problems that if we start changing a little bit, the approach, etc., we will get the results. So yes, in general, uh, besides even my professional work, mm-hmm. I try as much as possible uh, to always connect to the story. I don't accept uh, to do anything that I cannot see that this is contributing to the progress of the, con- the country, to the continent. Because if we uh, do something to change the image of the continent, we will also support the African descendants out of Africa that really needs this good image from the continent also for them to, how do I say this word that I wanted to say? To auto-affirm, I don't know if this is the best word to be saying, <laughs> but in Portuguese, it would be like auto-affirmação, when like you affirm yourself because uh, you understand that this is what you are, this is where you belong, and you, you really enjoy being mm-hmm. what you are and yeah. you don't feel ashamed you don't feel bad because of anything although i understand that many african descendants they understand that the image that africa has today it's not because black people want this image but we have been imposed like for so many years that we continue being these like people who others do not respect Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that we need to do something to change the image. I've always saying this: if people start respecting the mother continent, mm-hmm. everything around the world is going to change. It's like yeah. I don't know how to explain this domino effect, but I really see it existing. Mm-hmm. No, I, I I I can definitely understand that. I think I think you've made some very very important points about 
having pride in who you are and you know your identity and where you come from I think that's very important um do you think we can unite the diaspora under pan-african ideals and how how do you think we can make it appeal to the younger people okay so i i think that today with all this technology etc we have so much more opportunities to do that mm-hmm. if we want to compare from to, to the past yeah so if if we don't do it it's not because we don't have enough resources today mm-hmm. it's simply because we don't believe that if we unite we will win it's the only thing but mm-hmm. if we do believe in in that definitely that is something that can happen and it's already happening we have so many people now like trying as much as possible to get contacts here in the continent and also many people from here in the continent to getting in touch with other people out uh, of the of the continent that are like are sharing the same agendas if that's all of course no of course no we still need to do more and more and more we have many people uh for example who can who doesn't know that we have movements such as black lives matter in america or mm-hmm. things like that and it's not because people don't really want but they are so focused to like uh solve other problems such as food something to eat today uh like uniforms for their kids tomorrow like to build, build classrooms because there are so many 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 challenges that black people in all different levels they face and sometimes looks like we don't care about what's happening in other places i wish we could uh as africans here in the continent we could achieve uh the level of solving like the basic things so that we can also start supporting the others that need us just to say hey we see you and we support you we have few of us doing this but if we could do more definitely this is something that could um could change but nevertheless um in so many countries so so many movements they are really doing this exercise of uh joining of like getting together and as i said in the beginning today we have so many channels that people can share like um the same struggle etc but the language for example is still a barrier and we are still trying as much as possible to make sure that regardless of whatever thing this person speaks we will be able to communicate to one each other mm-hmm. but this is not only something that enables the communication between like Africans here and Africans and descendants in other places even here in the continent since uh we were divided by all these colonizers etc the language is still a big barrier but some of the countries they are really starting to like adopting and introducing local language to make sure that people uh can understand better one each other and can also value their or when language has a way of how to affirm themselves as mm-hmm. um, as africans so um, i see the future like super super different from what is it now 
Mm-hmm. that uh, we have people, all Black people, African descendants, wherever they are, like feeling very comfortable to return to Africa. When I say return, it's because we all like that came from the same place. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it wouldn't be like going to, but returning, going back, because everyone who left the continent uh, belongs to the continent. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is historic. It's not something that we can run away. Regardless of where we are, we belong to the same origin. Because all the times people say, and it's not people say, the science proves this, that African is the beginning of the story of like the humanity. So mm-hmm. if someone comes here, it's not like, I'm going there, particularly African old black people, they are returning. They should feel like, comfortable doing this and also having like black Africans here going to the other places all over the the world feeling also comfortable and not with this um, bad feeling that they are going to somewhere different no Mm -hmm. Uh, if our story is like it is today it's because the others forced the story to happen like it's happening today our right to move around wherever we want to and feel comfortable doing that no I definitely agree with that I think I think everyone should feel that feeling of you're coming home or you know you're coming to somewhere familiar when Mm. you know they decide to to come back um I want to ask which Pan-African has inspired you and why? And this can be anybody. This can be a family member, somebody that you know, a public figure, anyone that as a Pan-African has inspired you. Okay, so I have a big sister that inspires me so much. She's called Farida Naborema. She's from Togo. Uh, I've been learning so, but so many things with her because um, has activism in our countries, we have our struggles, but with her, I truly understood that it's important if we connect the struggles in the continent here, but we also keep the eyes open to support people from other, like uh, other places around the world, because mm-hmm. the thing that I was saying before, the truly liberation will only happen if we all unite and we define like a common agenda when we keep moving, like uh, making sure that the others have enough, enough support, has activists, has um, uh, whatever they want to be, but defending something that will uh, make sure that it's going to build a great future for our people. And in the continent, she is the one who I like, I truly love, and I've been learning so (laughs) many things with her. (laughs) Yeah. That is really beautiful that you mentioned another woman, you know, somebody that inspired. I know. I didn't even think about that, but... (laughs) Yeah, now I see. I, she's truly powerful. Whoever's listening to us, I would advise that you follow her. You would like the impressive of how bold she is. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. I mean, just the way you speak so highly of her, I think definitely she's someone that we should all look into and read more about um, and follow her journey. Just the last question to wrap everything up. It's not really a question. It's more of a, a statement. How would you finish off this sentence? To live without Pan-Africanism means... I would say it means disrespecting the history and the struggle of our ancestors mm-hmm. who did everything for us to get what we have today. If it's everything, no, it's not. Whatever we want out of what we have, it's our responsibility to fight and get it. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. I think that was a, a powerful way to to conclude this this interview. Um, I think that was that. Honestly, that was great. I, I just want to say I've learned so much from having this conversation with you, and thank you so much for spending this time and having this conversation. I think that we should, as a community and as people, mm. have these conversations more often and. Mm. embrace each other and show each other love and you know be willing to listen to each other's individual stories from all around the world to help us all come together so yeah Mm -hmm. that that was that was very beautiful thank you so much i'm I'm also happy to um, be able to share a little bit of my ideas As I said in the beginning, I'm not fluent in English. I try my best and I hope uh, everyone can understand what I was trying to say. No, don't. You don't even need to explain yourself in in any capacity. I know. You were great, you know. (laughs) At the end of the day, you communicated and I understood and I'm pretty sure everyone else will understand exactly what you said as well. um, Because you said so many amazing things you know you've you've taught so much in such a short amount of time so I'm pretty sure everyone will take away you know very important pieces of information that will inform them and also give them an insight of the perspective of somebody that lives on the continent you know Mm. because sometimes we don't always hear those voices Um, yeah you know we always we might hear people within the diaspora um or in the western world we don't really get to hear people that on the continent so it was really Mm. important for us to to have this representation you know yeah like it's it's very crucial to to us moving forward if we can't accept everyone's um differences Mm. we can't we can't progress you know yeah yeah, totally understand. And congratulations for like uh, making the spaces for us to be able to like uh, share our perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. hope we have an opportunity, another opportunity to like talk and share Definitely. more ideas. Thanks for the invitation. Thank you so much.